Welcome to Call to the Fall Down. I have the host, myself, Winston Hines. Got a very special guest in house tonight, Dino, aka Two Socks, rapper on the come up. And uh, of course, our sound engineer, Daniel Brown, aka Slim Shady Brown, aka Big Cock Malone, aka Podcast Police. <laughs> what's up, fellas? Podcast Police. Hey, what's, what's up? What's going on, man? Two it's socks. Good. good to have you. Two socks. Yeah, yeah. We got to be careful because Daniel's the Podcast Police. I'll so just fucking shut down anything that gets too crazy. I've heard. I have heard. Yeah, we were stories. at. Uh, actually, uh, me and Two Socks uh, recently did a. Drove to Prince George uh, was last weekend. Yeah, yeah. And he PG. got the opportunity to listen to some of our podcasts, and then uh, went from there. And that's kind of how we got him here today. It was an hour and a half of listening on the road, and uh, you know there are some quite hilarious parts. I was uh, entertained for sure. <laughs> right on, man. Okay, yeah. I need. I forgot who the fuck is Cobra Cock. Cobra Cock. Is that you or is that John? That was that was Win- that's Winston. Yeah, people. He th- he, well, he I says mean, people, people call him Cobra. People cock. do he call me Cobra cause Cock. <laughs> he thinks it's because he's got a big cock, I, but it's because I, he's he's got the cock like a. <laughs> no, okay. dude, that's not. I've never seen the cock on a cobra. I, probably because you <laughs> can't see it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Cobra Cock, as in like my cock is shaped like a giant king cobra, and it's the same length. Yeah, we've we've talked about this before. Like, fuck. So you're listen. I don't like the nickname. I've been trying to shake it for a long time, but everywhere yeah. I go, people they're just like, "Hey, what's up, Cobra Cock? It's fucking good to see you, man. How you been?" <laughs> like, oh yeah. I, so uh, yeah, you're. I based wish I had a nickname cool as that. Two socks, man. Yeah. So so how did you get started in the fucking rap game, man? Oh man, I think I was just born into it. You know, I I started writing music when I was like 13. Yeah. And uh, I really never did anything with it. I would just always write in my free time or my spare time. Yeah. It was like a hobby. And I just always write and write, you know. And I always just imagine myself doing music and recording music and the music videos and all of that for the longest time. And then just... Last year, I finally I finally made that leap to go and record and start making music videos. And, yeah, it was really awesome. Yeah. I just really wish that I did it sooner. Yeah. So, do, do you have some guys, like, that you uh, were rapping with and stuff before you kind of took <coughs> the next step? Like, a group of guys that you would do freestyle with, or was it kind of more of a solo thing? Uh, Yeah, growing up in Prince George... You know, I'd always hang out with my core friends, you know, my bros, and we'd always be partying or smoking weed, and I'd always just be freestyling, yeah. more so when I was drinking, you know. I'd, yeah. They'd be like, yo, two socks, kick a freestyle, and then yeah. they put on a beat, and I'd just go ham. Well, it's fun, man. Like, even me and Daniel used to fucking freestyle back in the day. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you're doing fucking coke and drinking and partying and stuff and it's just like it, it fits you know it's, it's a, fun yeah you know and it's uh it's a fun activity to do especially when we're we're from you know yeah um getting drunk and and whatever you do and, yeah, it's and fun. freestyling it's, it's fun as fuck yeah. and everyone did it and it's entertaining and it's like really creative yeah bitches like that shit yeah 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 um yeah, it's 
and um and when you're yeah it's it's a whole nother world obviously when you're in party mode freestyle and you know you're talking about um how good you are right you know i was never actually that good i mean yeah sometimes i'll Sometimes, Sometimes I'll freestyle and it's yeah. like, holy shit, for that 15 seconds there, I was fucking awesome there. Yeah, I can't believe I actually thought of yourself, that. You're just like, fuck, that was straight fire, man. Yeah, yeah. but and 90- like, you go to write it down or try to memorize it and it's just gone. Yeah, oh, I know. That's why you got to write it down. And I've, I've thought about it so many times. Like, next time we freestyle, we got to start writing this shit down. Like, and when yeah. I actually go to, when I actually intentionally go to write, I feel like I'm not. I feel like I overthink it. Yeah. And it yeah, doesn't definitely. come to me nearly as good. Yeah. You know? Yes. I understand what you mean. Yeah. It's yeah. Sometimes, <coughs> like, if there's times if I try to freestyle, I just can't do it. But yeah. But then there's other times where it's like I can't not fucking rhyme. Just yeah. everything it just comes out, you know? Yeah. It's a, I find it's like a lot to do with just your mood or your, you know, what's going on. Yeah. If you're in a positive headspace. Yeah. Then it just flows good, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because sometimes when I'm driving, I'll throw on like a random beat. Yeah. Or if I'm by myself or if I'm with one of my cousins, I'll just throw on a beat and then I'll start freestyling. And, you know, sometimes I do really well and it's, you know, pretty good. And sometimes just like, uh, can't think of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think ever since I became sober, that's, I started to grow away from freestyling. Yeah. And I, more so when I was drinking, I feel like that's when I was more at my best in freestyle. And like, yeah, like even though I'm sober, I still have my moments where I can go on like five, ten minutes. Yeah. But not more so than I would be. If yeah. You're not partying. You're not loose. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. So how long have you been sober for? Um, Next week will be three years. Fucking rights, man. Oh, yeah. Right on. What are you at? Four years. Yeah, just about in five. July. Five in July. Oh, five in July. Five in yeah. July. Nice. Fuck it. Impressive. It that goes by just, quick, that eh? Un fucking real. No, the first, the first year or two, I, I think it kind of took its time. Yeah. But, you know, but now, now coming up to my three year, kind of feels like it's going by. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck For man. me personally. Me and Daniel used to get fucking buck wild. Do gay shit to each other. Yeah, we'd fucking get naked and suck each other off and shit. <laughs> it was dope, man. It was yeah. sick. Most of the times, it was just, you, you know, guys would d- wake up out of your black and be like, "Fuck, where the bitches go?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one time we fucking we we drank all night and then we went back to Daniel's house and for some reason we just started smashing shit. Yeah, we, and we took the chairs and <laughs> we fucking smashed the kitchen table with the chairs until the whole kitchen was just like I fucking feel splinters. Like, I feel like that was almost a regular thing, but I don't want to say that because I, I think it actually only happened like two or three times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we'd get we'd get into some like mode. Yeah, where it was like some you know we I don't know we kind of like just know, straight for fun rest start wrestling each other and then yeah one guy would just take it to the fucking next few levels immediately a, you know there's a lot of gay shit but wrestling is not gay wrestling no wrestling no wrestling's dope man yeah yeah we were watching uh we were watching some wrestling on tv the other day i don't know because they do it different now with because there were the because uh, no of fan. the covid right yeah, yeah. so there's no fans. Yeah. i tried watching it like last night too and it's like 
Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah. And I'm like, doesn't seem as intense. Yeah. You got no crowd, and the, they're just... Entertainment, sports, like, including wrestling, and, it, and with any other sport, hockey, basketball, whatever, baseball, it's... It's all the fans. That's what makes yeah. that's what makes the game the way it is, right? Yes. Yeah. It is 100% entertainment. You are watching the best athletes in the world um at their, you know, specific sport doing what they do. Without the fans, not nearly the same as all. And um I'm sure it's the same for the athletes, right? You don't feel the intensity n- no. nearly as much as you would with 50,000 fans. If there's no fans, it'd be like, "Fuck you guys, I'm calling in sick." Yeah. Yeah, just don't Regardless, show up. Regardless. Because regardless, I'm not too sure if it's specified in our contracts how many games you have to make a year. You get paid, eh? Just, yeah, you get paid. I'm not yeah. going to go. There's no fans. What do I got to go for? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the whole COVID thing? The COVID? Yeah. I had some speculations where it's fake, you know? Yeah. I really think it, you know, there's a possibility it's fake or, you know. Well, th- I, th- I think <coughs> the virus itself is not fake. Well, it's obviously not fake. The no, virus there's is, a lot of no, but all the sh- bullshit. Like all the, yeah. there is a lot of bullshit. There's shit that goes on, and I'm, I can be easy, easily influenced by shit. But like, oh yeah, it's man-made, and it could be you know China showing the world that their biological warfare. Yeah, well, they say that like the town it came from, what whatever that, what was that, Mihai or whatever. Oh, I don't know. I don't know where the what, fucking yeah. So that that city, dude, they had a fucking, they had a fucking level five chemical warfare laboratory there, like yeah. one of these like super high tech, the kind of laboratory that, like, there's like one in a whole country, and it's highly yeah. fucking like top secret place and all that shit. Yeah, Wuhan, that's the name of the city, and that's this laboratory was in Wuhan. Yeah, and that's where the fucking virus comes from. I don't know, dude. However, yeah. let me get it this. It seems a little fucking. Let me let me get chemical warfare. This virus is not, not chemical, biological. Biological warfare. That's the word I was looking. Biological for. Yeah. warfare. Biological warfare. Biological warfare. This virus is not that deadly to be yeah, used it's as a, a fucking, weapon. Yeah. It's a fucking test run, dude. Yeah, test run. They're just fucking sending it out there, feeling it out, right? Yeah, I suppose. You know, it, it's yeah. like. On the news, they're saying, oh, yeah, it killed so many people. But, like, but theoretically, like, there's so many other stuff that kill a p- more people a day or a year than this yeah. virus does. Well, what it is, it's pretty bad. It's it's pretty bad. You know, it'll kill it'll kill the, the weaker species of humans, obviously, right? You know, yeah. people that are in their old age and and that have other medical conditions. But what makes it even what what makes it deadly is how fast it spreads how contagious it is old fucking yeah. old fucking scientist daniel over here <laughs> <laughs> yeah it can spread fast. so it's not it's not like super deadly like it, it's not like you're gonna die if you get it no Man. if you die if you get it you're gonna get sick and i think regardless of the situation it just fucked up my springtime yeah right. yeah no. and everyone else too it's gonna it's gonna be around for a long time no, still, I, was, I, I was busy in school in prince george over winter and then I came, I come back and, you know, I haven't went to the casino in a while. So, you know, I went to work for, I short shifted, went to work for one week and I came back and I was all excited for Cineplex and the casino and yeah, it was shut down. So I'm like, fuck, now I'm sitting here jonesing for the casino. So you do a bit of gambling in the casino? 
I go once in a while. What kind of games do you like to play? I usually just play like roulette. Oh and yeah. And I've been getting into craps. Shit. I so. heard craps is fucking intense. I I don't go, but I I do like to gamble. Yeah. I only go like w- every other month and I only I limit myself to like 80 bucks usually. Yeah. And uh, craps uh it's really um superstitious at the table, especially if it's full. Yeah. Because when I was trying to learn, I'm like, I'm trying to ask uh, the casino workers, but like, what do you got to do? And then they're like trying to explain and then they're like, don't say seven. So I was like, oh, so I think I, I think I kind of blurted it out accidentally. Yeah. And one of the one of the players is like looking at me. He's like, don't say that. And then they're just being real superstitious. But it's a fun game. Shit. I I played once in uh Richmond at the River Rock. Yeah. I I was rolling for like 10 minutes. I was making everybody else money except myself. So Really? Pretty, yeah. So that's how it works. You can make other players money? Yeah, like depending on their bet, but yeah. The point is to make yourself money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when you roll, you make everybody money and in yourself if you have the right bet. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. But usually roulette is my go-to game. I I love roulette. Oh yeah, and it's really intense. Like seeing other like uh, players go. Yeah, man, they throw down like hundreds and thousands of dollars at a time. Fuck. They'll lose it in a few minutes, and then they'll throw like another five hundred, and then they'll lose it. And it's like, fuck! Oh, it's crazy, man. See that? That's why I don't want to go to the casino because that's my that's the way I am, you know. Yeah. I, and and the trouble is, like, I'll have a limit, say, you know, whatever it is, but. Say I have a $50 limit. Yeah. If I lost that $50 right off the bat, I'd be good to go. I'd probably yeah. leave. But if I won 500 yeah. and I got on a roll, yeah. I'd, I could fucking see it going super bad. Like, yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I've, know, I don't think, like, in the last couple of years, I've never really spent more than 100 bucks. Cause I just go and I try, you know, quick couple spins or whatever, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. But when I go there, I just get so baffled from the other players. Like I seen, I went to the t- roulette table and I seen this one chick. She had like three thousand dollars in chips. She spread out like large stacks all over the numbers for roulette. Yeah, and she lost it all in one spin. Fuck. And she's like, "Thank you," and then walked away. I'm like. Wow, that's <laughs> I can't believe like I would be like so choked. Yeah, man, no doubt. She lost it like a champ though. I don't that's <laughs> just probably her daily routine or whatever. Yeah, just go blow a couple thousand bucks. Yeah. Fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like rent, a whole rent right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So when uh so your rap, the lyrics in your rap, is it kind of like stuff that you have lived or like where do you where do you pull your, your material from? I usually, most of my lyrics come from my reality, yeah. my, my experiences. So that's what I stick to. I wanna, want it to be true. Yeah. And so that's where I get that from. No, I I used to live in Prince George, and Prince George is you know, some people say it's an okay city, but I say it's a fucking shit show there. Is, is that right? Yeah, I've never been before. Yeah, there's like 
you know, growing up, like it was a certain way. And then over the last five years, it just really escalated more into a fucking shitty city. Like, like, full like of crime addicts. and. Yeah, full of addicts. Oh, just yeah. Just a lot of addicts. Yeah. So when I grew up, I kind of, no, I'm not, I wouldn't say I was in the gang or in a gang, but no, at some points, no, I was uh, affiliated, but yeah. more so that I have a lot of family in Prince George who are affiliated. Yeah. And then, you know, that's where I kind of got my pull from is, uh, or not pull, where I'd say work. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of street people would say work, you know? Yeah. So, so did you do that for a while? I did that for a while, yeah, when I was uh, growing up in my teens there, like 16, 17. Yeah. You know, also partied a lot. So, you know, during my party times, I, I gained a lot of experience, and I used that experience into my music. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do you, do you incorporate uh, recovery into the music? Uh, not, not directly yeah not yet yeah yeah but i've i've gotten that a few times from friends so like oh you should do song about recovery and being sober and this and that but yeah you know i feel like when the time is right i'll do it yeah but like 2k19 big flex it doesn't it's not directly you know uh, praising my recovery but you know i'm ex in a way i'm sort of explaining my successes yeah and it's directly related to, to recovery. Yeah. Yes. I feel like that's a good way to do it because if you, you know, if you just came out and maybe if you did it right, it'd be okay. But if you just made songs about recovery specifically, you might lose some, some audience, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's almost like, it's like Christian rock. Like they yeah. can be a great fucking band. Yeah. And be really tight and their song sounds good. But it's like, oh, man, this is fucking Christian rock. I don't yeah. want to listen to that shit. Yeah. So, you know, you might get a little bit of that with if if you had too much recovery in your. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the way I would do it, I'll throw a little jabs here and there. Yeah. But I don't think I would do like a whole song just based on recovery. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, there'll I think there will be a time and point where there would be just a recovery based song. Yeah. It's like Eminem. His fucking album recovery. Yeah, yeah, and it, that's it, a whole. That's yeah, but, that's a whole. But I mean, other his his songs weren't like all about fucking you know like twelve step meetings and treatment and shit. They were raw. They weren't. Yeah, you know. Yeah, anybody could relate to them. Yeah, which is that's that's dope. That's the thing about like doing music. Like if you do like well, like you said, if it's just straight raw, straight facts, and you know, if I just you know do songs about my experiences in life, you know, people will relate and that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. 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 Cause the thing is with Eminem, when he started, you know, he was in that place and then over the last 20 years, you can almost fall. You, you can, you can follow his, um, you can, you can follow his trail and, uh, and, and watch him through his, his progression. You know, you go from, Marshall Mathers LP to to the Encore album to the Relapse album to Recovery and and that Recovery album for me is that that yeah that that was a huge uh, explosion for for Eminem from my point of view anyways 
Because I'd listen, you'd listen to some of those songs in recovery, and it's like, how the fuck is this Eminem? Yeah, you know, doesn't sound like him. No, he he, yeah. he totally changed. Like, you know, like a like a music day. point of view, you can understand the progress, and you want to show your work on it. Yeah, but from like, like knowing Eminem from like his first album, his first songs, to like was a curtain call. Yeah, like you just don't expect it. And so that's why a lot of people would criticize that he went soft. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, but yeah, We're, man, when I listen to fucking old Eminem, I I get mean. Yeah. Like if I if I like yeah. I went through a phase there this past winter was in re- really heavy into the fucking like old Eminem like, uh, or the Relapse album or Curtain Call. Yeah. And. Uh, it's it's just like rape, kill, yeah. murder, fucking, yeah. and and you listen to that shit too much, it gets in your head, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd show up to work, and and I'd just be looking for somebody to fucking get in an argument. Like, <laughs> you fucking walk, you know, don't say the wrong thing to me, yeah. man. I'm I'm fucking yeah. right well, on the edge, dude. <laughs> when you listen to music, like, if you're in a bad mood and you listen to music like that, it makes you feel better, or it makes you feel better about the mood that you're in. Yeah, you know? well, embraces it. Well, yeah. I I was on a roll because this fucking chick dumped me, and so I was pissed. What was off. her name? What was her name? I can't say. Her we name. don't. Uh, we're well, not okay. Do, we're not if doing. If you names can't say the... her name, then that means she was your cousin. Which is <laughs> 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 okay. O- okay, okay, she was my cousin. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> but so so that was going on, and then I was in a pissed off mood, and it was winter time, so you know it's just always fucking dark and miserable. Yeah. And so I started listening to Eminem on the way to work, like old rape kill Eminem. Yeah. And then I'd come home after work and I'd turn on the TV and put on YouTube and I'd just search up um, argument compilation. I just watch like, I just watch like, uh, I just yes. watch like fucking, I walked in on a few of those. I watched like too. two hours of just people getting in arguments on the bus and shit. And I just soak <laughs> it up. I'd, like, I'd walk yeah. in, I'd walk into the living room and he'd be watching this random fucking video like I don't know what. Not even fights. Not, Not even fights. Just, yeah. just, just like, like a, just like a fucking public confrontation. Confrontation. Yeah. It's like that someone happened to you know because they <laughs> pull out their phone and oh we got a fucking video of this shit. These two guys are you know they might fight or they're in a really big argument and just like any any location. So yeah, like the bus and I'd walk in the living room. I'd see two people on the TV arguing on a fucking bus and it'd be like, what the fuck are you watching? Like, what does this have to do with anything at all? Like, what? Why Why would you watch those anger well, compilations? I, man, it was the f- mood I was in. I was pissed off about that chick. And then it so was... So you pr- come home like, oh, I'm going to throw an argument compilation. It, it was self-perpetuating. So, I'd, like, I'd hop in the truck in the morning. I'd fire on fucking old school Eminem. Yeah. And then I'd just be like, oh, all the way to work, I'd be like, oh, some motherfucker's going to get it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah. then and then at work, I'd be pissed off all day at work. And then I'd come home and I'd fuel up on that shit. Yeah. I just wanted, like, you know, I wanted to see some suffering going on. So does that, <laughs> does that make you yeah. want to get into one of those uh, <clears throat> confrontations in public? Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because yeah. I didn't feel good. I wasn't, And I wasn't going to meetings. No. And I just felt, you know, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm, you know, I felt. But that's a weird way to deal with it, you know. I think I'm normal. I would just go home and blast some music. Yeah. Or cry or watch yeah. porn and jerk it off. I jerk it off. I yeah. do that that's my normal situation. This and like YouTube 
argument compilations. Like, I'm a bad YouTube searcher. I would never would have thought of that. Yeah. I'm just like, I go on YouTube and I'll go in like maybe boxing or UFC. It's or crazy, dude. It just, it just fucking, it was very specific. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to watch people fighting. I just want to watch people getting in petty arguments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so the first thing I did, I, I switched, I started, I stopped listening to old Eminem and I started listening to new Eminem. Yeah. Or like recovery. Yeah. And then that slowly started to turn it around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Instead of having your sins washed by Jesus, you've yeah. had your sins washed by new yeah, Eminem. It's crazy Eminem, how yeah. much music can really influence us when it, you know, fuck when man, it comes so to our mood. much, so much. When it comes dude. to our mood, you know. Yeah, you throw on a sad song, you want to cry an extra ten minutes. Or, yeah, I, I can, you know, I can, I can tell like how I'm doing spiritually, emotionally, whatever, by the yeah. type of music I'm listening yeah. to. Yeah. So I'm like, why the fuck do I want to listen to this? Yeah, sometimes when I get mad and I'm driving, I'll fucking throw on some, like, Pantera or Metallica yeah. and just rip through the city and whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's what I love doing. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got a fucking badass car, eh? Yeah. Dude, that's dope. I just, I just had it for, like, almost a year now. Yeah. So do you speed lots? Oh, for sure. Fuck. Definitely. Man. You got to like. Yeah. Why wouldn't anyone? It's tough, dude. It's I know. tough. When I go, when I went on the highway a couple times, like I, I would try to push it, but I get so paranoid because you never know yeah. over a little hill or yeah. you know oncoming traffic. You don't know if there's gonna be a cop there. Yeah. If yeah. you get caught and you get you get impounded for a week. Yeah, if you're going over 140. Be, yeah, I don't want to be like six hours on a highway in the middle of nowhere yeah. and then get impounded. Yeah. Then like, what the fuck? Then I got to like try to get back to Vancouver from like Williams Lake or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But I luckily, I pushed like 210, I think. Oh, yeah. I got to 210. Whoa, wait, 210? Yeah, 210. Buddy. So I was pretty, I was pretty proud, but nice. I felt like a pussy, like oh, two ten, slow <laughs> right down, and then yeah, yeah, because you just never know, right? Yeah, yeah. At that speed, if the cops fucking pulled out, you just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you just fucking don't. I stop. think about it like I can fucking, I can lose them. <laughs> you know, and you just end up going to jail for like oh. two years or something. No, I've been to jail. Like four times. Have you? Three four times. times. What's the longest you ever been to jail for? Three months. Oh, yeah. <laughs> three months. Yeah, three months. Yeah. I went, my first time I was like 16, I think. I was in juvie. Yeah. I know I only went three times. 18 and then 16, 18, and I think 14. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, so it was all, it was all, uh, juvie. Oh no, eighteen and then three years, twenty twenty two. No, I was eighteen. I thought I was gonna go juvie, but they br- they sent me up to the adult jail. Yeah. So it was uh, quite the experience. What was the offense for? Um, eighteen. I can't remember. 18, I got on a fight with this guy on a res because he was, like, trying to get rowdy with my dad. Yeah. So they called the cops. 
That's the shitty part about the system, man, is if you have, like... You got to call the cops first after you fuck them up. Call the cops first? You got to be... If you call the cops oh, first... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But, and then if you've had any fucking little incident in the past... Yeah. And then, like, any small thing happens, you get in a fight or something, they're like, you know, going to yeah. fucking charge you or try yeah. and pull some crazy shit. And it's not it's not even the person's going to charge you, it's the... The cops, I'm yeah. like, well, what are you going to do? You got no evidence. No one's going to come testify. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'll fucking waste my time, waste your time, you know? Yeah. But up but up, up north, you know, there's some small towns, so it's like, the fuck else they got to do? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Daniel, how long do you go to jail for? Ah, <clears throat> uh, well, my, my sentence was for 28 days. I don't know how, I don't know how any of the fucking things work but uh it's a common thing that uh whatever you're sentenced for you go for two-thirds of that time um so i guess 20 days however my lawyer set me up with weekends um (laughs) so i went for five weekends the first weekend was in the regional correctional (laughs) and the next four weekends were in some minimum security uh Thing right local. outside of Yorkton, and it was soft, awesome, dude. Soft as hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm not. So, Fuck. the well, the minimum security, you, it, you, it, it, you can't even call it jail, but it was like. Fuck, man, there was a fucking, we'd play floor hockey, we'd play baseball. We, what? There was a fucking bowling alley in there, man. <laughs> Did you? I am not fucking kidding you. <laughs> but man. when you showed up, every every for five weekends, you showed up. You had to go through like check in or whatever. Yeah, I so had to do you, a so piss that test. Means you had to bend over and cough. No, I didn't have to do that. <laughs> what? Come no, on, you, the only oh, time I didn't lying, have to do that. I didn't have to, no, I didn't, <laughs> even in Regina, all I'd, all I'd have to do bend over and cough <laughs> while <laughs> you're butt ass naked. I don't think I had to do that. I don't well, remember. then you didn't go to jail. Yeah. No, even at the correctional. <laughs> if there's a bowling alley where you <laughs> went, dude, you didn't go to jail. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> even at the correctional. I, you can remember a bowling alley? <laughs> that w- <laughs> yeah, I remember a bowling alley at a fucking jail. <laughs> How often do you see a fucking bowl? Oh, hey, you got to go to. You're, we're going to send you off to jail <laughs> with bowling alleys. Dude, that sounds And floor dope. hockey. <laughs> yeah. And fucking GameCube. We played Thank Mario you. Kart. And Wait, how old awesome. were you at the time? 22? You were 22? So was that was that pre-tri- pre-trial jail? No. Nope. No. No, I didn't do any pre-trial. Oh, yeah. No. <clears throat> how was the jail you went to? Fucking shitty. Was it? My When I was uh, 18, yeah. my first day, I was, thank, thank God I was in the same unit as one of my cousins. But this, but the first day, right as I, soon as I walked into the unit, he fucking scrapped it out with somebody, with yeah. some guy. And then it was funny, cause when I went to treatment like two years ago, I saw that same guy he got in a fight with, and he's oh shit, like his personality is just like it's like he's wired all the time. Oh yeah, he's always like paranoid and fidgeting and all that shit. But yeah, when I was eighteen, I walked in, like soon as I walked in, him and Buddy fought, cause. That guy he fought with walked in with me. So we walked in after check-in, you know, they send you to the unit. Yeah. And then he was with me, and then they fought right away. And he fought your cousin. Yeah, he fought my cousin. But 
was no, it was okay because like I had him there, so he's kind of like protection. You know, I was eighteen. Yeah. My first time in Prince George Regional Correction Facility. Yeah. Or center, so it's PGRCC. And like he's a really dope artist too. No, this is your cousin or the guy who you cousin. walked in with. Your cousin. This is my cousin. Yeah. So like when you get into a fight, you go to uh, segregation for like a week. Yeah. So that means you go to a, like a cell, a single cell, and you're on a twenty-three hour lockdown. Right. You're only allowed out to make a phone call, shower, or you get a yard time by yourself. Oh yeah. But when he came back, he did uh he did three drawings for me. Yeah. So the way that worked, I would order him stuff on Canteen was my payment. So I'd order like like Canteen shit for him, like 50 bucks worth, and then he'd do a drawing for me. Shit. Which he did the Alec Blood drawing. The that, cover art. Yeah, he did that. He did that drawing for me for the, the shirts that I do now. Nice, dude. Yeah, that's dope. I like that drawing. Yeah. So when I was there too, uh, they there is like uh higher up guys. They're kind of like control the unit. They run the unit. And so what kind of what kind of shit would they have done? Like, are are you in there with some some guys? There's this one guy when I walked in. He was uh he was like a murder guy, and oh, he'd shit, always be eh? locked down. Or some people like assault. Fuck, or man. Some this one guy I know he uh. Apparently, what they said is uh, he's a golden former Golden Globe boxer from Prince George. Yeah. And I guess he just punched someone the wrong way and killed him. Oh, fuck. So a lot of I think in Prince George, if you're in the right units, a lot of drugs, a lot of drug charges. Yeah. 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 So I remember some of the higher up guys where they would try to they call they try to get people to do work for them. Right. So that means like, oh, hey, like for me, for instance, there's this one guy who's always hogging a phone. So they'd come over and be like, hey, that guy's always on the phone and he's a snitch and he has a cell phone or this and that. And they just they just say shit like I want you to go go fuck him up. Yeah. And like he'd be right in front of the bubble, which is the bubbles, like the little desk area where the guards always sit like yeah. in the, the main area of the unit. Yeah. And like. Nah, and they uh, they try to tell us a couple of us, and then we'll just kind of play it off, like wait it out, you know, a couple of days go by. So the, so this other white guy that's supposed to do it with me as well, yeah, sees these two younger guys come in, like brand new into the unit, and he goes up to them, is like, you guys got to do this, and uh, it was funny because the white guy he told. Like, he's like, you got to go do this to this uh, younger white guy. Yeah. And he, they were about to go do it, but th- there's a native guy. So there's two of them, a white guy and a native guy. Yeah. The, na- the native guy went to the back phone. He went to the wrong guy, and he got fucked up by him because the guy who was on the phone was like some big white guy. Shit. So it was funny, and I felt shitty <laughs> at the same time. The, little, the white guy <laughs> knew it was the wrong guy, so he just stayed in the kitchen. He just like, stayed just back. Walked. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what he's doing. So he just got fucked up. And then oh, fuck. We, we were, the whole unit was on lockdown for like all weekend. And they were doing an investigation on what happened. Fuck, man. Yeah. So the unit, I think there's like 28 rooms. And there's two people, two room because they have bunk beds in there. Yeah. 
So it was, uh, you know, quite the experience. Shit, man. Seen, uh, the unit I was in was really nice. A lot of good guys. Yeah, you got a bowling alley. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking better. Not that this. one. You're fucking playing that GameCube. Shit. <laughs> Not that one. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about my first weekend. Yeah. Oh, you fucking. Was there a lot of natives? Oh, yeah. Re- Saskatchewan's. Uh, there's more. Saskatchewan's uh, mostly populated with, with natives. Yeah. And yeah. most of the jails are filled with natives. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Whatever. There is also white people in there. How many? You can, I bet there's the amount of white people who were in there, you can count with your fingers. You know what? It was probably half and half. There might have been, I don't know, maybe 30 guys in my unit. Yeah. It might have been half and half. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So in the showers, they, they didn't have like one big area. They had like the, uh, they had like the shower separated. They were separated. Like stalls. They had like stalls, right? Yes. I'm thankful that I. Yes. Mm, in Prince George, they had that too. That stalls. Oh yeah. Because when you watch like jail movies, obviously yeah. they're they're um, like in the United States, obviously, and yeah. you know, you go in a big room, like in the shower. And yeah, no, so it wasn't there, like that. Daniel, soil. were you were you disappointed when you seen the shower stalls? <laughs> yeah, I was really looking forward to, uh, to raping some motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude, you were, I didn't get the Come on, man. You weren't going to be doing no raping. Oh, <laughs> Let's on, fucking man. be honest here. Yeah. It's fucking it's driving me nuts. I'm like, can't wait to fuck, <laughs> fuck some of these. <laughs> you got to uh, yeah. make a reputation for yourself, eh? Uh, you know, when I, when I walked into jail and uh, I was going outside there because you had to go outside where everyone hung out into my unit. And they're all fucking looking at me like, man, these guys must want me to fuck them or something. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> wait. Okay, so so you're in jail. Let's say you're in jail for a double life sentence. How many years till you start fucking dudes? Zero. Come on, man. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Dino on this one. I know you're into. You guys fucking, are liars. I know. I know. <laughs> I know you you're into. You know what? You're every every me? fucking podcast, you keep making up a, like a sly excuse why it's okay to fuck I'm, dudes. I'm just. It's not okay to fuck dudes. No, dude. I'm talking about reality here. I'm just talking about. So you're gonna am go, I? You're gonna go your whole life. Okay, maybe. What do you? Okay, what? Like, I'm I'm not saying outright. You're not gonna be making out with a dude. Nothing weird like that. It's like. You know, obviously. You said how many years until you fuck a guy? Yeah, obviously in the prison there's gonna be a guy who dresses up like a girl, and uh, you know. What do you mean, obviously? Because that's how it goes down, man. You're in there for a double no, life sentence. That that shit's gonna ha- come along. So oh, then someone's last just gonna time dis- I was in jail, this uh, there's a gay guy in uh, my unit. Yeah. And uh, apparently he got caught jerking off to his roommate. <laughs> Or or you're sucking them off or not, whatever. Yeah. So so say say you're in like one of these hard. I wouldn't want to be States. your roommate in jail, Winston. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Like if I wouldn't I don't know. I wouldn't fuck you, dude. Well, I might. You never know, man. I might let you suck me off. No. You no. Know no. Yeah. No. I wouldn't be. <laughs> there'd be no sucking off going on. I'm just saying, if you had the choice between go the rest of your life with no sex at all. Or, you know, you're in jail 15 years. You haven't fucking, you haven't felt sex in 15 years. And all of a sudden there's this. this Good looking dude. No, no. Is that what you were going to say? What I'm going to say is there's this person who's dressed up like a girl and comes in with the lights off. And and do this 15 years. You're in there and you're in there for life. At this point, it's just a power play. All the other fucking lifers are looking at you like, man, why ain't you fucking? (laughs) Why ain't you fucking? Are you a bitch? (laughs) You know, I think growing up, 
like 10 years with my hand is good. So I think 15 years with my hand will be good enough. 15? What about 35? 35. 35 years with my hand? What about 40 years? I, I think I after 40 years, hands. you might start. I don't know. How old do you have to get when you start losing interest in, or when you're when you're? That's sex what I was drive. thinking about the other day. Like, how old? How old does a person get? Like a couple's get, and they're just like, okay, we're not fucking anymore. Like, right? I was thinking about my woman's parents. I'm like, they're old. Or like, they probably don't fuck anymore. Well, you never know, man. Because I've heard of like, remember Mars from from York? Yeah. We we had this guy, this French guy, and his dad, Alex. He was like fucking eighty. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he would always say, he'd "Be like, I still fuck my old lady every night." Yeah, and. and I don't know if it was true or not, but <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Dude, who knows? Like, Cause I was thinking, it's like, man, we're guys, and we're like, like we all, we just want to fuck, and we're like, I can't, like, I, I don't believe there's a point where you come to in your life, like an age, like where I just, I just don't want to fuck anymore. I'm like, I don't yeah. believe that. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't feel like that to me right now, but. Like, imagine what goes on in these fucking nursing homes, eh? Yeah. It's probably just like no just kidding. a fuck fest. Like, there's all these people, that's and they're kind of loopy and on different medications. They just wander. That's the why the coronavirus spread so fast in those places. Yeah, all those old people are fucking, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my they're God. They're all fucking you guys each are... other. Like, th- yeah, there's probably, they probably got a deal. There is no that. fucking in nursing homes. Oh, You've... dude. They fuck like they knew a pandemic was coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> you guys are some next level sick. That's, they probably yeah, like, what I think. There's no fucking going on in nursing. Coronavirus homes. going around. I want to get my last fucking yeah. bust. Yeah, yeah. They're like, listen, this could fucking spread the disease quicker, and we'll all die. But at least we'll all die fucking. Yeah. If you're gonna die from the virus and you're old and you know it's uh, killing old people easily, be like. I'm gonna get a one bu- one last bus. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go out balls deep. Yeah. Fucking nursing home, fucking and shitting yourselves and fucking. What if it's the nurses that are helping them? You know? Yeah, we're sometimes facilitating. Like, you got like a old woman or an old guy in a wheelchair. We're like the nurse will go jack them off. Yeah. Or, you know, just stick like their finger up their pussy. Karma points. You know what I mean? Like if you're a nurse and you just want to do something good for the world. Yeah. You're gonna go jack off an old guy. That's why uh that's why Trudeau's giving them a raise. Yeah. For fucking sticking their finger in a pussy, Donald Trump style. It's well earned money, man. Just don't you know, just don't wash your hands. They're <laughs> 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 gonna take that coronavirus stink pussy with them back home. That's right. Yeah, that that should be the first order of business, uh, for coronavirus. Relief. It's like the first thing we're gonna do to counteract coronavirus is we're gonna put a ban on fucking in nursing homes. Yeah. No, no fucking allowed yeah. in the nursing homes. You think that they would have announced that? But I guess you know people don't want like Daniel don't want to believe they're fucking yeah. in the nursing homes, so yeah. they keep that discreet from the media. They just want to fucking live in the dark and the shadows. Yeah. I get it. I get with, it. With with the coronavirus, I know there's a. They're trying to influence uh, individuals or populations to download this uh, app, okay? There's an app. It's called Contact Location App or some shit like that. Yeah. And you keep it on, and they'll track you wherever you go. 
and it'll send you a, an alert notification when you have come in uh, close proximity of a person who's tested positive of the coronavirus. Shit. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I heard about that too. And and some places I forgot over in Asia, when if if you have it downloaded, it's kind of like mandatory, and it'll send an alert notification to authorities if you left your place while you're in quarantine. What the fuck? Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, man. I, honestly, I I would rather just get the fucking shit. You know what? <coughs> I might go to a fucking nursing home tomorrow. Yeah, and which start one? fucking and some and old yeah, bitches. And, and yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They'd be more happier than the old guys that got there. I pretty, I'd be pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna fuck the old guys. Yeah, yeah, you probably. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like you really want, dude. Really like to fuck the old guys. Listen, you take you taking it out of context. So saying like. No, that is actually directly in context. Multiple years in prison. For fucking an old guy. Multiple in years home? in prison would yeah. be, you know. No, no. Like if if I was st- if I was stuck in prison for multiple years, I might fuck an old guy. <laughs> might might happen. Multiple years, he means two. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the minimum. Yeah, minimum minimum two. Mi- how minimum many two how many years? years fuckless would you have to go to start fucking animals i don't know one i think that's yeah it wouldn't uh, take very long for me either one year what would be the first animal animal you'd fuck what animal do you find most attractive oh man that's a tough one uh i would i would want to fuck it i've always wanted to fuck a tiger Mm. Like a female tiger, dude. If you yeah. fucked a female tiger, I, I, female I, I'm tiger? more into the regular house cat myself. <laughs> yeah, that's house more cat. that's more size appropriate for you, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I'd need a full grown tiger, man. A full full grown tiger? That'd be, you know, quite the action. Dude. I, I'd almost feel more proud of myself. That way, Fucking you can be the true tiger king. Well, yeah, That's man. Right. How like many how many tigers do you think? Uh, all uh, of what them. the fuck's his name now? Joe Joe Exotic. Yeah. yeah Joe how many Exotic. how many tigers do you think he fucked? I know he's fucked. Dude, some he's tigers. fucked some tigers. The dude was doing meth. Crazy shit happens when you're doing meth. I think I've only watched like three episodes. Oh, buddy. And like, oh, uh, my girlfriend and I would always laugh because if Carol Baskin wasn't talking. She was riding a bike in slow motion. Yeah, dude. That, that was fucking funny. Like, oh, there she is, slow motion again. That bitch, she fucking, she murdered her husband straight up. <coughs> yeah. Nobody cares about that, though. I don't, I think so. You know, you know what I care about? Is John Horgan, the premier, is trying to offer uh, Mr. Bettman, the NHL commissioner, yeah. to make Vancouver... Slash BC, the hub city for NHL. No what do you mean? Shit, what do you man. mean the hub city? That means like he's trying to he's trying to tell Mr. Batman, Gary Batman, he's like, hey, our our curve for coronavirus is going down, so you can have all the NHL games here. No shit. Really? And he's like, yeah, I heard this on the radio yesterday. He's like, yeah, our our curve is going down. Have all the NHL games here. We have the reason. So that our curve can go up. That is a great idea. He's like, yeah, we have WHL ranks, and we have, like, so many ranks here. He's like, you can have all all the teams play all the games here. 
That's sweet, man. I, I like, like that. Yo, John Horgan, yo, that's crazy, buddy. That sounds dope. <laughs> just <laughs> just yeah. a man. Fucking John Horgan. Yeah, he's a premier of British Columbia. Uh, I didn't even know who the premier was. He's like, man, that guy got some balls. Imagine if that happened. It would be weird, like, have all the, have all the games here. But yeah. Like, it was like once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah, serious. That's the thing. There is going to be a lot of weird opportunities from this <coughs> corona business. Yeah. Like stocks. Yeah, stocks and fucking houses are getting cheaper and all that shit, you know? The only thing that's not getting cheaper is uh, hookers for Daniel. Oh, shit. What's the price of a hooker these days? Uh I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. I haven't checked. Depends what <laughs> kind of depends what kind of hooker the you're going after. The stock on hookers has gone up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't think the hookers shut down, man. I think no. they're still going strong. Yeah. All the local rub and tugs are still fucking go booming with business. Yeah. Yeah, I've been getting into stocks the past couple of weeks. What are you? What are you? What are you getting into? I've I've been wanting to do it for like a year, but I just really procrastinated on it. Yeah. Until this COVID thing happened, and then obviously my first instinct is like, oh, stocks are going down. Yeah. So I finally opened up an account, and I've invested into Under Armour. No shit, eh? Yeah. Did Did Under Armour drop? They of dropped. Because last spring, May two thousand nineteen, they were up to like twenty four bucks a share. Yeah. And they went down to like seven fifty this week. No shit. So, I've been talking to my uh, cousin Cameron, and he he knows about the stocks. So I talked to him about it, and uh, he's sort of like my personal advisor. Yeah, yeah. So I've been really excited, and more especially because the casino's been closed. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna buy yeah. some stocks. It almost is like the casino, man. I bought. Yeah. Uh, I bought some Bitcoin a couple a uh, couple of months ago. Yeah. And it I bought it. I I just I bought 500 bucks worth. Yeah. And then like a day after I bought it, it fucking went down. I lost like 300 bucks Damn. right away. Yeah. But now it's back up and I made 100 bucks. Yeah. So I cashed it out. Yeah. And now I got so now I got 600 bucks. So I'm hoping it goes back down again and then yeah. I'm going to re up. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. I was impatient because uh, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday or something. Under Armour was like eight fifty, mm-hmm. or I went I went from like nine twenty to eight eighty. Yeah. So I bought, and then it dropped down to eight sixty. So I bought some more. Yeah. And then it dropped down to like seven ninety. I'm like, fuck, I missed it. So I'm like, okay, I'll probably drop under eight dollars again. Yeah. So I dropped to like seven ninety. I sold. I lost thirty bucks. I'm like, oh well, thirty bucks. And I bought at seven ninety, so oh yeah, that's what I'm gonna stick at. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in a year or two, I'll get so I'll get up there again. So what? Uh, what kind of what? What app or what do you do it with your bank or? Yeah, my bank. Oh yeah, I do it with my bank. Yeah, yeah, word. Yeah, I gotta get into that. I don't know. There's this one like Quest Trade, and there's a couple different ones. Yeah, it's. I was talking with Daniel the other day. I'm like. Why don't they teach you this shit in school? Like you they think should, be, man. You think there would be something to teach in school? Man, they don't fucking teach shit in school. I was just talking or to like, somebody about this today. Or even like teach you about like credit. Like you never learn. Or that. or taxes. They yeah. don't even fucking teach you how to do your own taxes. Like yeah, 
It's bullshit, man. All they teach you is just to memorize fucking mathematics. Yeah. Fuck. That shit's no just good, man. I got a I got a goddamn just core just core skills. Core math skills. I core have, English skills. You don't core even need science that, skills. I core have, art skills. They teach you about skills. sex, but they don't teach you about your credit. I got, taxes. A, I got a high tech fucking counting typing machine in my pocket 24 7 and so does everybody yeah. else what the fuck do i need to learn yeah 10 12 years of fucking math for you know no doubt shit's is that how how many years i think there is? would be a lot of instances <laughs> where uh education could be appreciated it just depends what you're doing depends uh depends what you're doing you know uh, you yeah. come but you come across a lot of situations where it's like fuck you know i kind of wish i knew how to figure this figure this out or you know i wish uh my skills in this area were kind of a little better but if you wanted that to happen you you know with the internet now you can teach yourself anything yeah if i wanted to get good at uh uh being a podcast engineer you wanted to get if i wanted to get good at being a podcast engineer you wanted to get good at blowing fucking cats (laughs) (laughs) if i wanted to experiment uh sexually experiment with uh small animals (laughs) i could do that on my own i wouldn't need school I could I could experiment myself, you know, um, mainly like a trial and error type um, of experiments. Um, so how many how many cats have you blown? How many cats have I blown, or and, how many cats do and have I you wish? Recorded it. <laughs> I've not recorded myself blowing any. I have not blown any cats. If you if you tell me or if you ask me how many cats I've blown, that would suggest that I, that they would be it would be with a male cat. I don't. I don't fuck male animals. You sick, <laughs> you sick pervs. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, dude. Just wasn't sure. Yeah. I, so, I'm pretty excited. I'm coming up to my three years in recovery, and like my first year, I was so like anxious and worried and you know uh, paranoid. I'm like, oh my god, I'm coming up to one year sober and clean, and then I'm like. What if I don't make it two years? Or like, what if I don't make it three years? Because when you go to meetings and it's really fascinating to hear, but like, hear people all five years clean and sober, or ten years clean and sober, you know, it's really, like, it's really awesome to hear. But then again, at the same time, to me, it's just like, you know, uh, sort of intimidating for me. But now I'm coming up to three years. I'm like, wow, it's been like three years. I can't believe it. I yeah. want to smoke some weed now. <laughs> that's how I. That's how I. Yeah, you get the sense of celebration. You, get, you feeling? You feeling some some using desires? For weed, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for weed. Do you think it would just stop there, though? <laughs> I don't. I'm, I don't think about it that much too deeply. I just tell myself, you know, yeah. I never had a problem with weed. You know, because I always love smoking weed and playing games or whatever. Yeah. But you know. When I first dro- uh, w- went into treatment and, you know, learned about the program, obviously, I to have run a g- to run a true program, to run a true recovery, I, I just abstained from it. Yeah. Even though I didn't want to, you know, I, I abstained. Yeah. But, you know, it's been like three years. I just got off probation last month. So I'm like, you know, I've been wanting to smoke some weed. So I tell my girlfriend, like, I joke about it. I do jabs. So like, I want to smoke some weed or I want to roll a blunt. She'd be like, keep wishing. I'm like, one day. Does she smoke weed? No. 
She's sober? She's sober, yes. I, I always say to myself that when I turn 90, I'm going to start banging heroin. Wow. But have you... Oh, you never banged heroin? I was, have you heard of Speedball? Oh, yeah. Yo, I, when I was in treatment, one of my good buddies, he passed away. Like, uh, He left treatment and like he was young my age. Yeah. He left treatment and not even a month later, he OD'd. Shit. Mm. He is one of the good buddies, but... We'll, he tells stories like, yo, yeah, you ever do speedball? I'm like, no. It's like, what's that? It's like you, you mix heroin and meth and you bang it. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? I used to do that when I lived at Daniel's house. Daniel would go to work. You do meth? No, I wouldn't do meth. But you do heroin? I wouldn't do heroin. But Daniel would go to work and I would uh, I'd mix up morphine and coke in a spoon. What? And then I'd bang a shot of morphine and coke. And I'd, yeah. do, I'd do that all day. And uh, and then Daniel would come home from work, and I'd just be fucked up, and my yeah. heart would be racing. But yeah. I'd want to act cool. I'd be like, "Oh, I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't let him know that I'm fucked up." So I'd see him pull up, and I'd run from my bedroom into the living room, and I'd yeah. jump and lay down on the couch and like yeah. turn on the fucking Discovery Channel. And then Daniel would come in and be like, "What's up, man?" I'd be like, "Oh, I'm just resting on the couch, <laughs> just fucking laying on the couch, sweating yeah. bullets, just uh, fucking <laughs> yeah, as high as fuck." Uh. <laughs> and the thing is. You probably wouldn't even have cared, but for some reason I felt like I needed to hide it. Hide, yeah. hide the fact that I was doing drugs all day fucking <laughs> on a Tuesday at home. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I just think, you know, like ever since I fucking quit doing drugs, shit's just got so good. Yeah. Like everything just keeps getting better. And I like so I think, yeah, maybe I could fucking have a beer or smoke some dope. But I'm just I'm worried that it would fucking stop the the momentum, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would like, bring the, momentum to complete like, stop. like the good shit that's going on would just stop. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah. and and it's like, yeah, I'd like to fucking smoke a joint, but is it worth it? Even if it, it it's just a risk, right? Is it yeah. worth the fucking risk? And it usually if like I'll talk to some people and then and then I won't want to after I talk to somebody. Like I'll talk to fucking my buddy John or somebody else in the program or even Daniel. Yeah, I'm I'm sad that John's not here. Yeah. He might be coming later, but that's the thing, I gotta get another mic and then we'll fucking yeah. then the four of us will will bang it out. For sure. Yeah, we had uh I kinda went on a... I guess what I would call a little uh, a sober run myself over the past week. I was actually uh, yeah, kind of made a bet with Winston. All right, yeah. we were we were sitting together. I said, "Man, this is fucking enough. I feel like shit. I'm always uh, I'm always anxious and and just you know don't feel good about myself. I can't think straight. I I can't right. associate with people properly." I can't, uh, I'm not focused, I'm not concentrated, just because it was, it, it's on, and it goes on and off, you know, it's, it's like, if it was on yeah, a graph, really if it was on a graph, it would be, it would go up and down, Yeah. so sometimes, so sometimes, um, it's not like I'm, I'm drinking heavily, but, you know, I'll go a few days without drinking, and then, you know, there'll be a week where I'm drinking after work every day on yeah. the way home. Yeah. And same with smoking cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes fucking 
wear me right down and they burn me right out and they're just is that why you don't bike anymore uh no no that (laughs) (laughs) no that's that's not (laughs) why don't Um, you bike anymore why do you not bike anymore daniel (laughs) you know when i first when i why do you neglect your bicycle. I don't have to bike. Do you have anymore. any resentment towards it? No, I don't have any. Yeah, what's really going on, man? Do you got? Do you want my do bike? To you? Do you want my bike? Uh, if do you, you need want, a... do you want your bike? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need. I don't. I don't have to bike anymore. I was biking to work every day for the first year, at least, probably a year and a half. I remember. Yeah. Down in Abbotsford. In Abbotsford. That's job site in Abbotsford. It's a 15 minute bike ride every fucking day. And then we'd switch sites. And it'd be too far to bike, so I'd take the bus. You know, we were working on another site in Abbotsford. And then we'd work in a different town, and I would need a ride, and someone would pick me up. And that's just how it's been ever since. You know the rules of the road, right? The unwritten rules of the road of catching a ride? What's the rules of the road? Like, you gotta suck dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's the rule. Is that how you were doing it? Then? Is that how you were doing it? No, it didn't work? require any sucking of dick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Confirm or deny. Shit. No, that is that is a hundred percent deny. I have not sucked any dick. Yeah. Um. So so so, but we you were talking about your your damn drinking. Yeah, so anyway, I went the whole wager. Yeah, we had a wager. We bet a hundred dollars. And so what time frame? It was a month. It was for it was for a whole month. And this started last Sunday. So I made it a week. And so what broke me And now my my motherfucking pocket is a hundred dollars (laughs) heavier. I made it a whole week, which is really good, and I was feeling good. And it just you know, for obvious reasons. And then what broke me was um friday after work there was four of us all met at the liquor store what i'm just not gonna drink yeah so yeah you know much, you put yeah. you put in you're those situations and and then you just break and then it's well whatever i have a smoke now too it's been a week um okay honestly like in my recovery i've went to the liquor stores and i bought people alcohol yeah but you know, that's not a reason to break. Yeah, I one time I bought uh, I bought a guy a bottle of whiskey over Christmas because I did some work with him, and I was like, yeah, this is a good work relationship. It would be a good thing to do for business to buy this guy a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, and I did. I felt a little weird though because I walked into the liquor store yeah. and I was like, somebody's gonna see me in here and be like, oh, Winston's back on the bottle, man. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah, but were you uh, were you with a group of four people that were all drinking? No. Well, when I go drop off the bottles, I'm not going to a party. Like, I've been to many parties while sober, and it hasn't bothered me like at all. Yeah. Like not as much as like because I got cousins and they fucking party. You know, they're natives. <laughs> they get at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's their lifestyle is fucking partying. Yeah, I haven't gone around it too much, but. You know what I've been getting into lately is fucking smoking cigars. I used to like smoking cigars, like, years ago. Yeah. I'd have, a, like, especially if I was drinking, I'd have, like, a cigar, like, a primetime, specifically. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I have like a prime time once in a while. Yeah. And I, then, I And then you can use a little case that comes in for like roaches or joints. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Two and one. Okay. Yeah. So your your was it is an excuse that you as a group of guys? I've always got an excuse. My excuses are very legitimate. I have very legitimate excuses. They're bitch made (laughs) excuses, man. I don't think so. What was your what? What give give us some examples of other excuses? I don't know. Give me an example of uh, a time where I broke down, where I would require an excuse. What about about the time where you came home and you're like, fuck, we talked. What about the time when you came home after work on like a Tuesday and you're like, fuck, dude, after work I ended up drinking and. Doing some blow. <laughs> yeah, I believe we talked about that already on a previous podcast. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. We did. Yeah, we I've did. I've heard it yeah, in yeah. a previous episode. Oh, yes. It was that good. Is. Yeah, that was rich. I got a good kick out of it. <laughs> it was funny, too, because I had this girl over, and... Uh, What's her name? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's my cousin. She's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had this girl over, and she, like, came in, and Daniel's fucking, he's high on blow, and he's a little bit drunk, so he's, you know, you were you were acting kind of weird, and she came over, and we were sitting on the couch, and Daniel, like, came in and tried to make a joke. He's like, morning. <laughs> <laughs> and she just didn't get it, and it was just, yeah. like, crickets for a split second. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. and and then I, it was awkward, so I was like, I was like, don't worry about Daniel, he's high on coke right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just like turned around, went straight into your room, and shut the door. <laughs> uh, oh morning, my God. morning, <laughs> morning. Yeah, man. So, uh, Dino, are you planning on doing any shows and shit like that? Like yeah, is that is is that in the works for once this COVID business wraps up? Yeah, I've I haven't really looked into like uh, future shows yet, but I know um these core guys that I'm really closely affiliated with. Yeah, they they host their own shows in Vancouver at the Fortune Sound Club. It's okay. called uh, Melodic Mondays. Okay, so they do shows like one or two every month on a Monday. Okay, there. have you ever heard of a guy in Vancouver? Uh, goes by king charles no no okay okay no i have not king charles no just thought i'd double check he's a local local rapper in the program yeah might get him on the fucking pod one time but nice yeah that's the thing like i never really knew how big like the local scene is until i really got into it it's like there's so many artists here in the mainland it's crazy yeah they're everywhere yeah but my previous show I did, I was in January in Prince George at the Sonar Club. Yeah. I opened up for uh, Mad Child. No shit, dude. Yeah. So it was pretty awesome. How was that? It was awesome. You know, uh, I did two shows prior. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of supporters then. But when I did the Mad Child show, I didn't really has have as much supporters. Okay. But it was still pretty good. You know, I did my set and... Some people came out to me and, you know, gave me props, you know, good, sad. And so a group of other people came and like, oh, we're from Burns Lake, too. And we loved it. And nice. Got some follows on Instagram. So, yeah, I did my thing, hang around for like an hour and I took off. 
Yeah. When went to go watch UFC at my bro's place. Yeah. But then I also opened up for Easy Mac in November in Prince George as well. Okay. And I opened up for uh, Snack the Ripper in nice. Prince George as well. That's fucking sweet. I seen Snack in uh, Yorkton in 2010. Yeah, I heard he was really good friends with Mad Child. Yeah, he was. He or was? Is? <laughs> is? Well, they had a little beef. Is that right? Yeah, that little oh, beef dude. like years ago. Huge, man. I never, I, I'm not yeah, privy to that info. Everyone was watching the YouTube videos and they were just Yeah, they, each they other. went dissed each other for like a couple songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, in uh, in 2000, it was, no, maybe it was like 2012. Mad Child. No, not Mad Child. Snack the Ripper and uh, uh, who's the guy, the shorter guy who wears the face paint? Uh black guy super good rapper face paint short black guy with the face paint yeah fucking tech nine tech nine tech nina oh okay so it was tech nine and snack the ripper came to yorkton to the local club nice and after the show i went up and i was talking to talking to snack and that's when i lived with sarah in that uh mm-hmm. duplex yeah and so i was like fuck man we're having some people uh at at our place, uh, you know, after the bar closes, you should come by. We'll fucking have some drinks and get you stoned and shit. And he's yeah. like, he's like, honestly, man, I would, but uh, but this is just a job to me. Like, I got to get back on that bus and go to another fucking city and do this again. He's like, yeah. He's like, this shit, you know, we party, but this is this is work for me. I take this serious. Like, oh, yeah, that's fucking cool, you know. Yeah, that's his that's his job. He tours around and makes music. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, I I really hope I get to elevate to that kind of level because it would be pretty sweet. You know, it's always been a dream. Yeah. And, like, this is only, like, coming in my second year where I officially started recording and doing shows and music videos. So, yeah, sky's the limit. So, how did you get hooked up with the Mad Child, uh, o- like, opening for Mad Child and Snack? Was that – you got, like, a guy who – like helps facilitate that kind of thing or uh there's um this uh promotion company called where it's at entertainment yeah and uh this uh the girl who runs it her name's chelsea and she runs the promotion company and okay she's the one who puts on the shows so i just contact her via facebook yeah and i'm like hey you know i'm a local artist you know i would like to open up and then she's she's just like, okay, can you sell tickets? I'm like, yeah. So I get tickets, I sell tickets, and I go do my thing. Cool, man. Yeah, it's really awesome, and it's uh, thankfully has been uh, sort of easy. Yeah. Like easy in regards to obtaining the tickets and obtaining the spot for opening. Okay, so is that based on how many tickets you sell, or? Uh, usually. For me, like the shows I've done, uh, the way it goes is on the more tickets the the artist sells, the better spot they'll have. So that means like later in the show where it'll be more crowded. Yeah. But like when I open up for Mad Child, like I said, all most of my supporters already came in the first two shows. Yeah. So I feel like they didn't have a, it wasn't good enough for them to come mm. support me in, again because yeah. they already saw me twice. So. Mm. I had very little supporters, so I opened up first, and it was a smaller crowd. Yeah. So, 
they'll give me a certain amount of tickets and that's how it goes. Like, if I sell more tickets and I get a better spot. That's sweet, dude. That's fucking exciting. Seems like you're doing the right things to, to get get the wheels yeah. turning. Who's, uh, who's your top two favorite rappers right now? Top two? Yeah. Gucci Mane. No shit. And, uh, damn, second. I think this, for 2019, yeah. it was Gucci Mane and either Young Dolph or Riff Raff. Yeah, fucking rice, man. I like Riff Raff. Is a lot it because he's white? Ha- a lot of people hate Riff Raff. No, it's not because he's white, because I fucking love Gucci yeah. Mane, too. Like, yeah, yeah. Gucci Mane's one of my all-time favorites. That's I'm, I'm, Gucci I'm, mostly I'm because he's white for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the last couple of years, like... I slept on Gucci Mane heavy, but just till like a couple of years, like a year or two ago. Yeah. You know, I really started bumping his shit and it's like, yo, it, like it's good. Yeah, he is good. He really reinvented himself after he fucking shot that guy and went to jail. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly shot him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when he came out, he just dropped albums like crazy. And yeah. They're all, they're all dope. Yeah. Yeah. And then Riff Raff, he just puts out a ton of fucking songs. Yeah. And like 99% of it, it's all good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I haven't I haven't dug into Young Dolph, but I've heard a lot of good things about him. Yeah, Young Dolph is, uh, like, I think he really has his own style. Yeah. But I really like it because it's kind of like, like, his songs can be, like, really related to, like, Gucci Mane's kind of talk. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. But his own style. You know, yeah, I, th- I like Young Dolph. Yeah, you ever uh, listen to um? Oh, what the fuck! Uh, I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden. Uh, uh Pusha T. Pusha T. Yeah, Pusha T. I've been getting into Pusha T lately. You been? You couldn't? No, I have. Been. Oh, you have been? Yeah, yeah. Pusha T. He has some good fire songs. Yeah, like, like uh, he, he's he's like a real lyricist. Yeah, like he's he's almost like a poet the way he raps. Yeah, like some of his like hard songs, like numbers on the board. Yeah, that one, like that one, blasted is so dope. Yeah, yeah. man. Pusha T has some good songs, but like I had my phase with Pusha T like a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. And then I just didn't really like everything. So he yeah. has some songs that bang hard, but yeah. not all of it. Yeah. For yeah. me personally. Yeah. But my all time favorite artist, like, would uh, would have to be fifty cent. Yeah. Dude, he man, fifty cent is fifty been, cent and G unit. He's been making good music consistently from yeah. the start. Yeah. And he doesn't quit. Like he's just been putting out fucking good music. Yeah. I really like that song. Like I I listened to fifty back in the day and then I quit for a while. Yeah. And then he came out with that song Pilot. Yeah. Fuck, that was a sweet song. Oh, it, yeah. And then it just yeah. got me right back into 50. Yeah. That's from uh, Animal's Ambition, I think. Yeah, it was album. like maybe 2013 yeah. or yeah. something like that. It's like that I can that other song, I Can Hear Your Heartbeat. Yeah, that yeah. With, was. That's with Jadakiss and Young Kid. Yeah. Or Kid Kid. Yeah. That one's, I like that one, too. Yeah, I man, fucking, if I had to pick an all-time favorite, that's hard shit. It, it is, yeah. What about you, Daniel? Let me guess, Eminem. Yeah, well, that, there's the obvious. Um, it's because he's white, 50 isn't Cent, it? 50 Cent would probably be, like, my second favorite. 
Um, His second favorite? Next. N- yeah, next to Eminem. Um, my favorite album of 50 Cent was... Uh, um, the massacre. That's with massacre. you know all the all the good song, all the big songs like Candy Shop and yeah. actually yeah. Uh, many men. That was on. Uh, I think that was Get on. A, right. That yeah. was a newer album after the massacre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Massacre has a lot of good ones, like uh, Riders Music. That's yeah, Rider Music. Bitch, get in my car. What was yeah. that song? It was it called Bump Crack. Bump crack. Or he he's like uh fuck, I can't remember how it goes. Um You know the song I'm talking about, Daniel? We no. here to stay strapped. Oh uh crack. hold on. You know what it is. Maybe it's called You Know What It Is. No. No. We love to stay strapped. We love to bump crack. You know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's by 50 Cent? Yeah, dude. Fucking awesome song. I think that sounds like from his Get Rich or Die Trying album. It was. Album. Yeah, it was Get yeah. Rich or Die Trying. Yeah. yeah. I I really like Lil Wayne, man. Lil Wayne? I've always fucking loved Lil Wayne. He's crazy. I really... Like, he... The thing that about Lil Wayne and this world is that... No, I really think, like, what the fuck? There's aliens and... You know, the world doesn't seem like it is growing up. It's not. I don't think it's the way that the government and they try, they try to teach us in school, the about this world. Like Lil Wayne, like I don't know how many songs. Like he has albums. That I'm not a human being. Like it's crazy. Like it's right there in front of us. You think he's an alien? Possibly. Dude, if anybody is, like, like he's got. I'm not a human being. And then he's got an album. I'm not a human being, too. Shit. And like, yeah, like the lyrics, is, like his lyrics is just like crazy. Like some of them are so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Deep shit. Yeah. Like one, like Funeral dropped. Funeral was, like, I didn't even know he was coming out with an album. But when it dropped, it was like, you know, not below expectation of Lil Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, he's oh. got good shit. Yeah. But well, like, I never really listen. Like I want, like when I go to write music, sometimes I'll I'll bump some Lil Wayne or, you know, to get some inspiration because, just the metaphors and the punchlines, it's crazy. Yeah, that's what I've been liking about the Pusha T lately. Is he's got a lot of metaphors and like yeah. it's stuff that when you listen to it the first time you don't catch it. Yeah. And Little Wayne does the same thing. Yeah. But then when you listen to it again, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He's talking about some deep shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's crazy. Like, that's why I love music so much because it's an art and, you know, it's really creative and you got to be innovative. Yeah. You know, it can get intense. Yeah, man. Well, uh, so where can people find your, uh, your stuff at? They're going to... Uh, Search me on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, All Amazon Music. Yeah. And it's two socks with a Z. Yeah, two S-O-C-K-Z. Z, motherfucker. Yeah. The thing with YouTube, like, DistroKid 
distributes my music on their YouTube, so it'll be like a music topic or artist topic. Yeah. But I have my own separate individual YouTube channel for my music videos. Cool, man. And yeah. and when it comes to promoting your shows after this COVID stuff lifts up, do people look for that on Facebook or? Yeah, like if they go and add me on Facebook as uh, Two Socks Alec, it's spelled out like T W O S O C K Z. Yeah. Two Socks Alec. And usually I, I post like with the shows that I'll be performing and if I have tickets or not. Cool, man. And, and they can find me on Instagram at Two Socks 16. Dope. On Instagram as well. Dope, dope. Yeah, yeah. Well, how much time we got there, Salman and Dan? I got as much time as you want. I'm surprised you didn't uh, you didn't bring out any hypotheticals on this one. Okay. I thought you'd I thought before you'd be I thought you'd be that, right on that. Before we do that, I got to do like a rhyme from one of my lyrics. Let's hear it, man. Yours, that's good. Okay, okay. okay. I'm a First Nation sensation from the Lake Bad Bean Reservation. I'm from the dirt roads where we chop fire loads, wood splitting with an axe, Mary Jane hidden by the quarter pack. I put the Alex in the West on my back, but it's not tatted. Oats and toast for breakfast, I've had it. Other people look at me like a savage. Bronze, brown skin, long hair, the fresh prince of Burns Lake, not Bel Air. I stare at my surroundings while I'm with my team straight lounging at Radley Beach. Just a native from a small town, life's a peach. Dropped an instrumental, I become alive on the beat. I live my life on repeat, eat shit and sleep. If I see a TP, I'm on the creep with Nikes on my feet. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, the Fresh Prince of Burns Lake. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mount Bel Air. We got fucking Dino, aka Two Socks, aka the Fresh Prince of Burns Lake, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Golden, <laughs> golden, dope, man. Well, let's fucking leave it at that, boys. Right. Yes, sir. Okay, Thanks. we'll do that. No hypotheticals Thanks. here, Daniel. Peace <laughs> out. Coming out of motherfucking Abbotsford. Yeah.